Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Hey, everybody, this is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff, superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It is me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, July 19th, the Home Run Derby. That was fire, huh? Hope you guys enjoyed that. Dodger Stadium, a little overpriced, so I did not make an appearance. I know Fox has it. Jason, why didn't you get tickets? Probably should have. Uh, should have leaned on the uh, the corporate overlords, but did not. And the Home Run Derby went off. Packed Dodger Stadium. Congrats to Juan Soto. I know not a lot of people are into the Home Run Derby. I myself did not was not glued to the television for it. I was actually playing tennis in a tune-up for a tennis tournament I entered this weekend. A quick sidetrack before I get to baseball and our guest. Um, I played in a tennis tournament in 2019, and I got to the semifinals and ran into the guy who ended up winning it, who was sandbagging. He was a 4.0 playing in the three fives and just destroyed everybody. Did not lose um, a set. I don't, I think the, you know, I, I lost 6 2 6 1. I think 
Maybe one person pushed him to 6'3", but I don't know. Anyway, so it was canceled in 2020 due to COVID, and then I entered it last year, and I made the semifinals, and I'm, I'm, I've told this on the podcast before, I was leading 4-1 to one in the first set, and in my head, I'm thinking, oh, you know, geez, I'm going to have to shake up my Sunday schedule because uh, I'm playing in the championship, obviously, and I had, you know, my family was there and a couple buddies, and I melted down, and it still, to this day, I can see it in my head, I was livid. I was playing a guy much younger, I think he was like 27 years old, you know, he's like 6'2", and he played basically my game, but... He just did it a little better than me, and uh, and he beat me, and I was I was so wrecked. I didn't play tennis for the longest time. So I played yesterday. I played a couple weeks ago, and listen, I'm playing good. It's like when you play a lot, you kind of overthink it, and I wasn't overthinking it yesterday. I played great, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I, I not no expectations. I will not feel like I regressed if I lose in the first or second round. Um, my, I'm just I'm – a, I'm a wall. I'm going to get to everything. I'm going to hustle and – you know, occasionally I hit some winners. I'll, I'll time it out, but um, we'll see. I, I'm I'm not a great tennis player um, by any stretch. I guess for my age and being like a weekend warrior type guy, I'm okay. But we'll see how that goes. At any rate, I played tennis instead of watching most of the home run derby. Juan Soto wins it. And the interesting storyline there for national fans is Soto is one of the best players in baseball. He helped the Nationals win the World Series a couple a few years ago. And earlier this month, he turned down, turned down 15 years, 444 million. Yes, that, that's correct. 15 for 440 million. That's ridiculous money. I mean, that's, I, you can't even put that in context. He said no to that. And the expectation is he's traded by the end of the month. So everybody's, of course, speculating Dodgers, Yankees, who's going to break the bank for Juan Soto, should be fun. Soto beat out um, J-Rod, this young kid on the Mariners, who I am. I have to admit that I'm not very familiar with. Juan, uh, sorry, Julio Rodriguez. Um, he, he's been on fire. I mean, this kid is um, one, one of the best young players in baseball. Mariners have won 14 straight. We'll talk about the Mariners shortly. The funniest note I saw on this was the guy who won it the last two years was Pete Alonzo. And... Pete Alonzo, of course, playing plays for the Mets. And the funniest thing I saw was Pete Alonzo was eliminated before the finals, a.k.a. the Mets' second half collapse has begun. Mets, of course, exceeded expectations in the first half. They are notorious choke artists, and really nobody thinks that the Mets are going to keep this up. All that being said, Major League Baseball, I don't know if a phone call can push you over the top, but according to Chris Haynes of Yahoo!, Yes, Chris Haynes, the NBA uh, reporter. A phone call in the NBA nearly led this podcast over the MLB All-Star Game. According to Chris Haynes of Yahoo, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook got on the phone this weekend to confirm their commitment to each other through the uncertainty, according to Chris Haynes. Now, nothing from Woj on this, nothing from Shams, but Chris Haynes is very connected with the players, Obviously, he's super close with uh, Debbie Lillard, but he also has a clear connection to LeBron James. And this is, I mean, there's not much here other than they had a phone conversation the first weekend of NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. Actually, first weekend of Summer League in Vegas, that doesn't mean it was this weekend. That means it was a little while ago. But 
that makes it odd. If the timing of Haynes' story is accurate, that makes the LeBron versus Westbrook kind of icy moment. You remember when at the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend where Isaiah Thomas iced out Jordan and like wouldn't talk to him and wouldn't shake his hand, wouldn't pass him the ball? There was a vibe of that with LeBron and Westbrook in the Vegas Summer League. If you go back to Monday's podcast and listen to our guest, he was in the building. Mark Medina was there. Um, and a lot of reporters witnessed it. LeBron and Russ did not talk, but now Chris Haynes is saying they had a phone call to express their commitment. I, I, I don't know what that means, guys. I'm trying to get my decoder ring out to understand what's going on in the NBA. I don't. I don't. I still don't know why Kevin Durant asked for a trade. You know, I don't know why the Lakers were going to get in bed with Kyrie Irving. I, I don't know. I know I'm supposed to have this strong take. You guys already know. I'm anti-Kyrie Irving. I'm just, I don't want him with the Lakers. Russ was pretty bad, yeah. I totally admit that, that no doubt. And nobody can say he was good. And I don't know what this phone call means. I, I My guess is the Lakers, Jeannie Buss says no. The Lakers hold firm. And Kyrie and Kevin Durant start the season in Brooklyn. I still think if the Lakers are healthy, specifically Anthony Davis, I don't see why it can't work. Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, be the sixth man, run the second unit. He, you can't have a non-shooter on the floor with LeBron. It's just not going to work. So I, I'm, I'm holding out hope that I am right and LeBron stays with AD and Russell Westbrook. Just say no to Kyrie Irving. All right, let's get to our guest. He covers uh, a lot of baseball, writes about it for Fox Sports. He's on TV with Bally Sports. He does some stuff with a show I used to do over at FanDuel, More Ways to Win, Edward Egros. Here it is, talking MLB second-half preview. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, everybody. 
This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car that uh, came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but because I was 16 and had no money, I didn't have a choice, I took it. And then I personalized it. I tinted those windows. I put in multiple 12-inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town. And I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better to essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16. Can't Hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time. Every time or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you know. He is basically who I turn to for baseball. He's a great follow. He does football as well, basketball, big numbers guy. Edward Egros. Did I say your name right, Ed? Edward Egros. Egros, yeah. I mean, I've known you for, what, four years now, and I'm butchering your last name. Hey, um, you know, it's 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 fine. No no big deal, J-Mac. <laughs> it's fine. No biggie. Just fine. Uh, so how excited are you for the All-Star game? Oh, it, to, to live in L.A., to, yeah. to be a part of the vibe in L.A., having the all-star game and the home run derby in LA. uh, It's fantastic. And you can tell that different major cities sort of appreciate this experience much more so than others. And Los Angeles has been fantastic. There's been a special vibe around the city. Nothing like it. I'm stoked. Yeah. It helps that the Dodgers as usual are dominating. Uh, And uh, listen, we'll get to a Yankees Dodgers potential world series in a moment, but I'm curious your first half, like assessment of the league, Outside of the Yankees and Dodgers, like what what do you think has been like the Mets are a bit of a surprise? I think Uh, I know you're, you know, a a big numbers guy. Do any numbers kind of tell the story that the standings do not? I'll get to the standings in just a bit, but I think it's really important to kind of analyze the state of baseball right now and then kind of get into the standings as far as who has taken advantage of that and who has struggled because of it. One of the things that I've noticed in terms of looking at offensive output, 
is batting average is on a slight increase. Hmm. Weighted on base average is slightly on an increase, but where there's been significant decline is actually the number of home runs hit this year. And you think about this analytical era that we are in concerning baseball, where guys are swinging for the fences pretty much every time they're at bat and we're seeing fewer home runs. I mean, we're seeing balls dying out there, uh, you know, trying to get through the outfield, whatever the case may be. And this is becoming a, a significant trend. And even though it has picked up just a little bit because we are in the warmer months, we're not seeing that many home runs. And especially when we get to, say, September and then October for the postseason, I think that home run trend is going to go down even more so than it naturally does. And I bring this up first and foremost because when you look at the teams that are doing well in the standings, pitching seems to be a little bit more important than it normally is. And it's one of the reasons why when you talk about, say, the Mets, if Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer can stay healthy, then absolutely they're going to be a serious contender. And it's something where they're manufacturing runs perhaps a little bit more than, say, most other ball clubs, but it's really the pitching that matters a great deal. The Dodgers are perhaps in a more advantageous position because they've always had fantastic pitching. Uh, but, you know, Tony Gonsolin has kind of come out of nowhere and they're now a serious threat. So, What's interesting is that pitching matters just a little bit more this season than, say, in seasons past. Hmm. And I think the standings are kind of reflecting that as far as the teams that maybe don't have as much power uh, still being able to contend. Like the Padres would be another great example. Offensively, you know, they have a lot of question marks. Not having Tatis is one of the big reasons why. But you look at that starting rotation with you, Darvish. And, you know, Joe Musgrove, a Cy Young contender, uh, it's quite for Sean Manaya is another one. Very, uh, very fantastic starting rotation. And that's why they are a contender much more so than they have been in seasons past. Any theories as to why the home runs are down? Because I remember, weren't there a lot of juiced ball stories last year? And people were talking about, oh, it's, everybody's just hacking. It's home run or strikeout. That's all anybody wants. What do you any theories as to what may be happening? I think one of the things that is being bandied about is the humidor thing where baseballs are being stored in climate control things, so to speak. And then when they come out of these humidors, then the balls tend to expand just a little bit and it's a little bit harder to hit. Uh, you know, you're, you're hearing ideas about uh, you, you hit a ball so hard it starts to dent. And then when it dents, so to speak, then it can't fly as far. And there have been a couple of other things as well that you can point to as far as the manufacturing of baseballs and, and things like that. But for the most part, it's this humidor situation where they're trying to make baseballs, uh, you know, even as far as how they are put together, how well they can fly, things like that. And it's becoming a bit of a problem. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, some ballparks historically, beyond just if it's hot or cold, dome, not a dome, where they are situation, situated, is it a warm weather area, a cold weather area? That has mattered a good bit as far as how far baseballs can fly. But because they're trying to put everything on an even playing field, we're getting fewer home runs as a result. Interesting, because I know in the NFL and the NBA, offense has been what put butts in the seats, right? That's why the NBA adjusted the rules. And we know in the NFL, the offensive teams, people love to see them. They want scoring. So in baseball, are they this humidor? Is there a conspiracy theory that man they're they're trying to tape down the home runs and uh, make it more you know strategy and uh, and pitching and doesn't that wouldn't that technically hurt baseball because people love a home run? 
they do love home runs, but you can't have too much of a good thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to, to sort of keep in mind. I don't necessarily believe in conspiracy theories that Major League Baseball <laughs> is trying to do these subtle things to sort of suppress home run totals, because, you know, what's one of the great storylines in baseball this year? It's Aaron Judge. And, you know, especially with what he did against Boston over the weekend, he's someone who is trying to go after 60 home runs this year. And certainly 50 is more than achievable for him, given his history, given the uh, torrid start that he's had and I think fans really do want to see that and so I'm not so much concerned about baseball necessarily conspiring against home run hitters I think it's just more so trying to even the playing field so that we don't have uh, ball clubs coming in and complaining about you know one team having a decided advantage versus another especially when you get into postseason action when the games are uh, fewer and far between I think that's probably the bigger issue as opposed to say trying to adjust what we're watching. Yeah, I'm go I'm going back in the uh the numbers here. It looks like 2017 Stanton hit 59 mm -hmm. and um Judge hit 52. So that was the last time anybody really approached 60. Um I guess your thoughts on Aaron Judge is like just the, the phenomenon that he is uh, pretty clearly best player in baseball right now, right? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I, outside of Otani, <laughs> who's doing it at both, both, you know, both ends, offense. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, like, as far as hitting is concerned, then yes, Aaron Judge is very much the guy. Uh, you know, someone who you know follows the Angels a lot and covers them, uh, you know, a good bit as well. You know, I I might beg to differ as far as who the best player yes, is, but yes. uh, as far as Aaron Judge is concerned, uh, yes, what he's doing is just phenomenal. Also, a great defender too. You know, let's let's not forget that part, and that's one of the reasons why he's in the. Uh, AL MVP conversation is because he is a solid defender in the outfield, but it's as bad. That's really what's, uh, you know, putting Yankees uh, fans in the seats, so to speak. It's fantastic to, to watch him hit in large part because he can do so many different things. Uh, you know, he's not waiting on just one pitch. He has a, you know, a wide repertoire in terms of what he's looking for. You, you look at, you know, league wide standings, uh, pitchers are throwing fewer fastballs. They're, they're trying to, you know, do different tricky things, uh, use you know larger arsenals, try and outthink hitters, things like that. And even though Aaron Judge is still a relatively young guy, you can't really outthink him, so to speak. He knows what to expect, and he goes out there and hits it. And I think that's been the most impressive part, in addition to just being super strong. All right, so let's go to Otani now, who is the greatest story, I would say, in baseball. Um, I, the guy's just phenomenal. I mean, let's, when, when he came over, did you think we would see someone this awesome, or was it more like, all right, let's see if he can do it. And now that he's doing it two years in a row, I mean, the guy's, he's really fun to watch. I certainly didn't have any expectations that we would see something like this. And the fact that he is in the MVP conversation for two consecutive years, despite the fact that the rest of his ball club has had some serious struggles, oh, that, that has been, you know, even more so impressive. What's interesting about this year compared with last year is that, yes, you can certainly make the argument that Otani is not having as great of a season now as he did in 2021, but you also have to sort of balance the scale, so to speak. Last year, his hitting was phenomenal. One of the great power hitters in baseball. I think he finished, you know, top three, top five and expected Woba, something like that. Uh, this year, the hitting is not as good. But I would argue the pitching is a good bit better. His strikeout numbers are about as good as anybody's in baseball. And, you know, he's doing it with a slightly different 
uh, you know, pitching arsenal. I think last year was, you know, about it was all about, you know, sinkers, splitters, you know, sort of getting lower on the strike zone. And now he's, you know, looking at sliders and other kinds of pitches. He's adjusting and updating his repertoire hmm. to where he is even more impactful. I mean, is this the kind of thing that you think, given what he's been able to accomplish, we'll maybe see more pitcher hitters down the road? Is Because I know baseball had been long closed off to that idea. You think we'll see any of these type players who can do both going I may, forward? I may be in the minority as far as this is concerned, but I actually do think that we're going to see more people at least attempt this. And there are a couple, there, there are two ways that we get to this point. Number one, if you think about sort of the state of the game right now, I think more ball clubs are likelier to not so much surrender or give up but at least concede the fact that they're probably not going to win a baseball game. And so they don't need to throw their primo relievers out there in key situations. I think what we might see are position players who are pitching a good bit more, but the pitching is of a higher quality. When you think about a position player pitching, you think, okay, it's a 12, one, you know, 12 to one blowout. And there's really no point in throwing a good arm out there. So let's get a first baseman out there who can at least throw it 60 miles per hour and just get out of this baseball game. I actually think what we're going to see are four run deficits where, say, an outfielder or someone on the left side of the infield comes in and throws maybe 80, 85, something like that, where the pitching isn't elite, but it's enough to at least get through those later innings and, you know, at least just survive and get through it without wasting an arm for the rest of the series. I think that's probably likelier to happen. So we are going to see more two-way players, but it's not going to be the same ilk of Shohei Otani. The second way we get to this point is sort of at the grassroots level where you see guys, you know, kids, coaches, whomever, watching Shohei Otani and saying, you know what, this is actually conceivable. This is feasible. Now, you can't play any other sport and you have to do all these various things. And maybe you have to sort of give an, an added commitment financially with your time, whatever it is. But I do think that at some point there are going to be more candidates trying to get out there, bucking the system, creating their own systems and teams and leagues and whatever trying to at least create their own Shohei Otani. And I, I do believe that once enough people make that attempt, someone will be successful in doing so. But again, it, it's a very high bar to meet, and it might take a while, but I think eventually yeah. someone else will at least come close. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> 
epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Well, like many kids at 16, I got uh, a car that uh, came from my grandpa. It wouldn't have been my first choice, but because I was 16 and had no money, I didn't have a choice, I took it. And then I personalized it. I tinted those windows. I put in multiple 12-inch subwoofers in the back so my parents and everyone else in the neighborhood could hear me coming from across town. And I turned that thing into something at first that I was like, I want something better. To essentially my dream ride at the time because I had a car at 16. Can't, hard to complain. One of my favorite parts about car culture is regardless of the car you're given when you're young, you can find a way to make it cool. And that's what any young, innovative individual will do. I don't care what you're rolling in. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time. Every time or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Biggest surprises, Ed, in baseball this year. Would you go Mariners, given they are in the mix for the wild card, or the Baltimore Orioles, who somehow are 500? I believe they're approaching their over-under win total, Um, and they might hit it here in the next week or two. It, it is amazing. I mean, Seattle's been a great story, but you think about last season, uh, they were more about fun differential than run differential. They were roughly a 500 <laughs> ball club, but we were talking about them potentially making the postseason. And I think because you're adding a wild card with each league, they were certainly likelier to make the postseason in the first place. And so they've certainly been a great story. But as far as what's surprising to me, 
I feel like it's more on the other end of the spectrum. I have been, you know, strangely disappointed in the White Sox. Oh, this was a ball club that I seriously thought was going to run away with the AL Central and be in contention with the Astros and the Yankees uh, to get one of those uh, two first round buys. And instead, they're under 500 at this point or roughly around 500. Meanwhile, Minnesota is the one that's uh, running away with this division. And by my projections, the White Sox aren't even making the postseason. That to me is an absolute shock. And so they're probably the biggest surprise to me because I thought they would be in a much better position than they are now. Uh, From a gambling perspective, do you think, would you advise people, hey man, like you said, for fun, Mariners, Orioles, put some pizza money to make the playoffs. Obviously, their numbers aren't great like they were, you know, back in, before the season. Uh, and you're not getting the best number. But, you know, something to get excited about in July and August. It, would you back the Mariners or Orioles to make the postseason? The Mariners, I absolutely would. Because I think when you specifically look at the American League, there just aren't that many ball clubs on the lower end of, say, the wild card standings who I think can really contend. Certainly when you look at the American League East, you have a lot of teams out there that are decent to very, very good. The Red Sox are are sort of on that cusp. The Rays are on that cusp. But I do think the Blue Jays, they're probably getting that first wild card spot. And that makes total sense. When you look at the hitting, the pitching is starting to come around as well. I think Toronto is kind of a safe bet as far as that's concerned. But when you're looking at the second and third wild card spots, absolutely Seattle has a chance to win it. I don't feel too good about Baltimore, almost regardless of the number, because the division they're playing in is the best division in baseball. Four teams could very well make the postseason. And Mm -hmm. I don't think we would be surprised if four out of five make it there. So for Baltimore to sort of surpass, say, Boston or Tampa Bay, I I, I just don't see it at this point. And granted, you know, how is Baltimore doing it? You know, part of it is very much pitching. And that goes back to sort of the state of baseball right now is that Baltimore is taking advantage of conditions at just the right time. But at some point, this streak will wear down. And I I think we're sort of looking at, say, you know, 10, 12 game sample size and thinking that they can continue this in the second half. At some point, you know, we're going to get to the trade deadline. You know, they may, you know, look at what their assets are and kind of evaluate where they are and realize, okay, we need to think about the future because we are getting close. But we're certainly not in, in a situation to buy anything because we are just that far behind everybody else who will also be buyers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of buying and selling, would you buy the Padres now? Tatis expected to return from the wrist surgery kind of sort of soon, maybe end of the month. But they're right in the playoff mix. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe they're, they're a little undervalued at this point or, or disagree. Or where are you on, on the Padres? They are undervalued. Uh, they, they certainly are. I, I do have some questions because the deficit is so great in the National League West of them surpassing the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, the Dodgers are a juggernaut. They're going to make another move. They're, they're going to be just fine as far as that's concerned. And I, I thought it would be a little bit closer up to this point. It's not whatever. But when you look at the Padres, the, the pitching has been just fantastic. We mentioned those guys before. And when you bring Tatis back in, one of the things that the Padres hitters have, have really been missing is just a good good bit of pop, some power. Uh, you know, you look at some preseason projections, Tatis was expected to hit 35 home runs, which is, you know, quite good, you know, all things considered. Yeah. Um, and, and he's certainly not going to, you know, have some gaudy home run total, given that he'll only be playing two months at best. 
But at the same time, that power just hasn't been there. And so it's quite possible that Tatis comes back as an outfielder where they're probably thinnest. Padres will be making some kind of a move to sort of supplement probably the outfield, probably get another bat, something of the sort, maybe a reliever. But if you add some power to that mix, then all of a sudden the Padres are almost quite at the same level as some of the elite teams in the National League. And that starting pitching that we talked about, you look at expected fielding independent pitching, they're right there with the Mets and the Giants, maybe a little bit behind, but not so far behind to where they can't make it up for a couple of good bats and sort of getting hot at the right time. Yeah, I do wonder, uh, Tatis and the continual injuries, what's the deal? Do we know why he's always hurt? I, I, you know, that's a very good question. And, you know, sometimes there's information that, that you don't, you aren't necessarily privy to as far as what's mm. going on, but it, specifically when it comes to this particular injury, the timeline is about right. I think perhaps some people were, were voicing a little bit too much optimism as far mm. as when he could return. But if you look at say other injuries uh, similar to his, it's about right. As far as how long he's been out. Uh, let's quickly talk about old guys, Albert Pujols, Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw's not that old. I was fortunate enough to see him a couple Saturdays ago at Dodger Stadium. I mean, the guy's still incredible. Mm-hmm. But I had a bu- another buddy say, listen, look at his contract and he's getting old. Like, if they win the World Series, does he walk off? Like, I don't What's your vibe on Kershaw and Pujols? Well, when it comes to Kershaw, certainly his fastball doesn't have the same velocity yeah. as it once did. But sometimes the older guys can make up for it by being just a little bit smarter and perhaps going to other pitches. And that's certainly what Kershaw has done. You saw what he did against the Angels. And uh, it, it was certainly something where elite Kershaw certainly still exists. And I feel oh, like yeah. that he's enough of a competitor uh, to where, you know, even if the Dodgers win the World Series this year, yes, he is a little bit older, but I still feel like that competitive drive is still there. Maybe I'm wrong, perhaps, but th- there are enough reasons where he could still go out there and perform. And, you know, maybe it's not in a Dodger uniform. I mean, who no. knows? To say? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, th- these things happen, right? Like someone sort of overstays their welcome. It's hard to say. But, you know, when it comes to Kershaw, OK, fine. The the skills have waned just a tad. But I, I feel like, you know, it's not to the point where it's embarrassing. Like he can he can go deep into games. Mm-hmm. And I think that stamina leads me to believe that he can still do this for a little while in whatever capacity that may be. So that's going to be the big question. But as far as uh, Pujols is concerned, you know, the, the hitting isn't quite there. I mean, the batting average is a little bit low. He can still get a few home runs out there. I think the Derby is a nice uh, honor for him. And certainly mm-hmm. he's done some fantastic things in baseball. Yes, he's a future Hall of Famer. You know, is he going to get to 700 home runs? I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think they're going to be enough opportunities. And also, too, the Cardinals are very much in, in the hunt for making the postseason. And so I think there's also that that St. Louis needs to be mindful of, and, and they also have some good hitters. And so do you really want to subject Pujols to, uh, you know, chasing a record when the Cardinals are going after that third wildcard spot, you know, trying to take down the Phillies uh, getting there? I, I, I feel like that that balance of being competitive versus, uh, you know, giving Pujols enough opportunities, I, I, I feel like the, the competitive part wins out. Yeah. Uh, Just to circle back on on Kershaw, not in a Dodgers uniform would stun me. Now, he's a Dallas guy. Everybody talks about, you know, the famous high school he went to with all these Mm -hmm. other athletes. Highland Park. Um, You went there? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. You're, no, I know I, you spent some when time. When I went to Texas. SMU, Highland Park was like within walking distance. And so I got to hear all sorts of great stories about uh, uh, Kershaw and Matthew Stafford and all those right. guys. 
What do you think he could end up with like the Texas Rangers to close out his career or something like that? I I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much that means to him. Uh, you know, I know that he has endeared himself to Dodger fans. Yeah. And so it may very well be something where he wants to you know stick around as much as possible. And there there are some ways to do that and finagle that. So I mean, it, it's hard for me to say. And you know, certainly it would be weird to see him not be in a Dodger uniform. Yeah, very. It, it would be strange. And and I don't think that will happen. But I it's not what it's within the realm of possibilities uh, in mm. large part because the, the Dodgers, you know, they're going to be competitive for a long time and they want to make sure that that starting rotation is the absolute best in baseball for the most part. It's been year in and year out. And if Kershaw's skills wane to a certain point and he's not ready to retire, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, but mm. at the same time, you know, there's there's legacy and all those other things that you have to keep in mind. And so yeah. it, it's a tough position to be in, but it may not be something what we need to worry about anytime soon. I'm just trying to think like 34 for a pitcher. Uh, is that considered near the end or I mean, uh, historically, I don't know how long pitchers go. I know we know hitters can last stick around for a long, much longer. We're, we're, what about 34 years old? Is that considered near the end? Sure. Hitters, you know, they can get into their 40s and, and yeah. still be serviceable. I mean, we saw Randy Johnson uh, get to be 40, 41, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. But I, I want to say that 40 was around the right number for him. So Kershaw's, you know, if, if he is pitching as as wisely as you would expect him to, it, it's it's certainly something where he may have a few more good years left in him. I, I mean, pitchers are a little bit harder to project because it's a little bit more volatile, whereas uh, hitters kind of wane at roughly the same rate across the board. But with pitchers, it could very well be, you know, one bad injury or one setback or one pitch in your arsenal not working, and then it throws the whole thing off. And so it's a little bit tougher to sort of handicap his chances going forward. Yeah. Uh, and, and that may be something that Kershaw sort of keeps in mind as far as, you know, when he wants to hang it up. I, I don't get the sense he wants to do it anytime soon. Maybe others closer to him have a better idea. Uh, but at this rate, it, it's still fun to watch him pitch, and he certainly still has it. Yeah. All right, Edward. Uh, you still working with Bally's and FanDuel? I mean, the guys, he's got more checks than uh, than I do at this point. Uh, he's just cleaning up. Continued success, Ed. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 
Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.